Hello and welcome to Emma's ESL English. We are still in the garden at my mom and dad's house. As I mentioned yesterday, we are working on two videos by a content creator called Izzy Seely, who is on YouTube. I will link to the videos in the cards and I'll also put a link in the description. If you're on the uh, podcast, you should be able to go to the show notes each show has got some notes on it you should be able to click in there and get the link to the YouTube videos for today and yesterday's episodes as I said yesterday it's totally up to you whether you want to go and watch the video yourself I think today's video in particular if you are working and learning at the same time you may find some very useful information or ideas in there so let's start from the beginning there's no time to squeeze it in. So you might hear something like this if you're at the end of a meeting or at the end of a call. Squeeze is when we try and make something really small. So if we have no time to squeeze it in, then we've run out of time. And even for a little thing, there's just no time for us to be able to talk about that little thing. Finding, magnifying, or protecting your time. Finding time protecting your time those kind of make sense magnifying your time so magnifier is the one that we look through and it makes everything look bigger so magnifying your time she's talking about making the most of your time so that whatever you do you're able to do it more effectively with the time that you have this ties in closely with something if something ties in closely with something else then it means it co connects easily to that thing or we can easily understand that they are connected night owl i love this one it's so bizarre i have to tell you like teaching english is such a weird and fantastic job and one of the cool things that i love about teaching english is finding out the similarities and differences between cultures and between languages and one of the things that just blows my mind is that for some reason that probably is very historically relevant that I don't know about, Turkish idioms and British idioms are really, really similar. We have a huge number of idioms in common, which is really bizarre because Turkey is a long way from the UK. <laughs> Comparatively, I have a French student and we have checked our idioms several times and I don't think, I think maybe we found one idiom that we have almost in common, but not quite. Most of the idioms, if we compare French and English idioms, are totally different. So what, how does that work? How is it that the country that is our neighbor, that at one point invaded us, that we share so much in common with, we have nothing in common in terms of our idioms. And yet the country that's way over the other side of the Mediterranean, we have loads of idioms in common. Mind-blowing. Anyway, one of the idioms we have in common with Turkey is night owl and early bird. So if you're somebody who wakes up early in the morning, likes getting up early in the morning, and likes doing everything early in the morning, then you are an early bird. But if you're somebody who pr prefers to stay up late and tends to be more effective and more active later in the day or even into 2 a.m. and 3 a.m. in the morning, then you are a night owl. My body is an early bird and my brain is a night owl, so <laughs> I got issues with this one. All right, later on she says, 
if you're absolutely knackered. <laughs> that is a pure British phrase. <laughs> so knackered means really, really tired. To take a middle ground approach. Again, useful in business. If you're in a meeting and you're trying to decide between two different ways of doing things, then you might decide to take a middle ground approach, meaning that you don't want to pick one or the other. You decide to find some middle ground, some middle way of doing the thing that you want to do. To do something ahead of time. How can you be ahead of time? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> to do something ahead of time means that you've planned for it. You've prepared for it. And so in this case, she's talking about planning your schedule ahead of time. So sitting down on a Sunday and planning what you're going to do for the rest of the week, you're ahead of time. To cancel it outright. If you do anything outright, it means completely. So in this case, she's saying rather than canceling your learning practice outright or completely, you should postpone it or find another time in the diary to do it. And then we have two words that are very, very similar. One of them a little older, the other one very, very new. So probably you guys have all heard of multitasking. We can say that a person is really good at multitasking or they're a great multitasker, meaning that they can do more than one thing at the same time. But habit stacking is quite a new word. You can Google it. You can YouTube it. It's a whole thing. So habit stacking is when we already have a habit and now we're going to put a new habit on top of that habit. So for example, if you're somebody, you don't really uh, wear makeup or do any kind of skincare routine, but now you want to introduce a skincare routine, you might decide to habit stack that with your toothbrushing in the morning. So you wake up in the morning, you have a shower, you brush your teeth, you do your skincare routine. And because you already always wake up, have a shower, brush your teeth, it's much easier to stack doing a skincare routine on top of brushing your teeth than it is to say at 10 o'clock every day, I'm going to do a skincare routine. So that's habit stacking. Dead time. <sighs> Dead time. Again, this might be something if you work in a busy office environment or an environment where everybody's always looking at how much time do you have and be more productive with your time, you might hear dead time. And the idea of dead time is it's useless time. So for example, she the same example that she uses is commuting to work. There's not really anything you can do. You have to be in the car. You have to be on the bus. No matter what happens, you have to be there. But it's kind of pointless. Maybe there's no internet connection, so you can't really um, study or you can't really do any work when you're on the train. So really, it's sort of useless time. But what she's talking about is how you can make that more useful. So again, with your habit stacking, how you can use your commute to learn your language. And I often talk about this with my students. If you are somebody who has to take a bus to work, if you're good with reading on the bus, or a train to work, then you could read one Ngu article a day. Alternatively, you might decide to listen to one podcast in the morning. If you're driving to work, you might decide, okay, I'm going to listen to Emma's ESL English podcast. <laughs> 
So you've got, what, 10 minutes that you're listening to the podcast before you start doing the fun stuff of listening to your music. So that's a way to make sure that you're not wasting your time completely while you're sitting in the car, but something useful is happening. Of course, you don't have to listen to my podcast. You know, there's lots of other stuff out there <laughs> that you can listen to. We need a game plan. So a game plan is just a plan. If you're working in an office, it's very likely that you'll hear someone say, okay, what's our game plan? Or we need a game plan, or let's come up with a game plan. And they just mean, how are we going to proceed with this thing? She talks about having mental friction. I think this is a pretty modern phrase as well. So mental friction is when you have something that makes it difficult for you to complete a task. Maybe you're a night owl and you're trying to get yourself to get up at six in the morning and study your English for an hour. That is not going to work. That is a substantial amount of mental friction that you're going to have to overcome every single morning. That is not a workable plan. Find a new plan. Last one, the crux. So we can have the crux of the problem, which is the key point of the problem. And we can also have a crux being the most important part of something. She might've had the crux of this video. That would work. If we have the crux of the video, it means the most important part of the video or the key thing that you should remember. You can email me, English at gmail.com. Of course, we also have the Facebook group, which is uh, ESL English with Emma. You can go on there and ask questions too. If you are too terrified, you can just send me the video. Just send me a link with the video and I will go watch the video and I will probably be able to figure out what the problem is. <laughs> I'm okay doing a little bit of detective work. If these videos have been helpful for you, please click, like, subscribe, follow the podcast. It's all really, really helpful. If you're on the podcast, please rate as well. All of those things help other people find the videos. Yay. So we can be more helpful. Okay. See you next time. Have a great week. Bye.